Welcome along to part two of the December edition of the Guna podcast. My name is Lord Ashburton, and this edition features our regular panel, the Highbury Spy, Basti and David Udo, and cameos from the equally talented Arsene Wenger and Kevin Witcher. It was recorded between the win against Chelsea and the defeat at Porto in early December, and we discussed the appointment of Ivan Gasidis, the imminent transfer window, and the policy of playing our youth players in the Cups. So what would the panel say if they had the ear of our new CEO, Ivan Gazidis. One thing. In your own time. Where's well, David t- Dean? <laughs> <laughs> right. Good answer. I see, well, I'll move over. While you're thinking about it, have you, have you got anything, Steve? Well, I, I, I'd, like to, I, I'd say to Ivan Gazidis, I'd say, Ivan, do you know your history of Arsenal? Mm. If you know how good we were two, three, four years ago, your task is to bring those days back. Is that, isn't that an Everton song? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> If you know your Whatever. history. Whatever. <laughs> you know, I don't want any more decline. Right. We, we, we pay more money for our season tickets we, you know, than any other, any other fan in the world. Arsenal tickets are the most expensive you'll, get, you'll find it anywhere. And basically, I want him to bring us the kind of player that we can turn up to watch every week and think, wow, we're actually getting value for money now. We should be watching Kekka. We should be watching players of his quality, not a buoy. And I would say to him, this is what you're tasked with. And if Arsene Wenger, you know, won't bring those players in, you should find a manager who will. They don't have to cost the earth. Mm. Some would argue they're even there now, because he never plays Vela, and he never plays Wilshere, and he never plays Ramsey. So I'd say to him, you know, just make some decisions and improve the team. I would say two things to him. First and foremost, good luck, because you have got no idea what the fucking hell you've signed up for. <laughs> and secondly, I would remind him, if it hasn't been pointed out to him already, that he is Arsene Wenger's boss. And if Arsene Wenger is not doing his, his work to the quality that we, as very, very um, high-paying customers, because let's face it, that's what we are nowadays, guys. We are customers. We're not getting you know return on our cash investment every week if the team is failing to win trophies. And if, God forbid, we fail to qualify for the Champions League this year... We are fucked and something needs to be done about it. Because the thing that I've written about in, in uh, my articles in the next issue is that for the last 18 months, um, since David Dean's left and ultimately Keith Edelman's left, um, Wenger's been his own boss. Mm. Yeah, he hasn't had anyone going into, going into the dressing room saying, yeah. right, okay, what's happening in the last few weeks? Losing to whole fucking city. That's unacceptable. Fucking sort it out. Absolutely. That's what Kenyon does at Chelsea. That's why Mourinho and Grant... Um, lost their jobs because Kenyon's looking over their shoulder it's what David Gill does at Manchester United however he hasn't had to slam down the, the iron fist because Ferguson's so good and it's uh, what Rick Parry's been doing at Liverpool and ultimately it's he fired Gerard Houllier Wenger's never had that yeah, I agree I think it's time for Wenger to uh, he's got to be steered a bit somehow mm. but um, that that well, that aside, um, there were a couple of little things from the fans' point of view as well, from the making it home point of view, which I mentioned, I've mentioned to everyone, I always mention, is get the clock inside up the clock end, right? Scrap this quadrant bollocks, call it the North Bank, call it the clock end, East Stand and West Stand. There's no reason why you can't just do it. Just redesign it. Forget the corporate shit. Do it. You can still do that stuff. Right? I must admit, I must admit that. Under this new guy... And under the American Stan Kroenke, you're more likely to get the McDonald's side, the Burger King side, 
Yeah. The Pizza Express side yeah. and the fucking um, HBO side. Yeah. You ain't going to get yeah. the yeah. well, 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 unfortunately, not what's going to happen no, the Well, unfortunately, yeah. what's going to happen is I'm going to get on a train down to Pompey, right, and go and support all. I, I went up to Anfield recently and they don't have any of those screens and they all sing You Never Walk Alone. I'm oh, sorry. They've got McDonald's End. They've actually got McDonald's. They do, uh, they do have a McDonald's. Yeah. But um, having said that, I mean, I, I would never go, I fucking hate Liverpool. But, no, um, no, no, please don't say No, I, I shouldn't <laughs> even think that. But Pompey are serious contenders. Barnet as well. Barnet? Barnet are serious contenders yeah. for, my, for my 20 quid or 15 quid or whatever it will be. I could go to a lot more games. I can stand and I can eat a shit pie and I can have a good laugh. And it's starting to lose it for me, the whole experience of going to uh, just the fact it's called Emirates Stadium it should be Arsenal Stadium it is when it's Champions League matches by the way they yeah. remove the word Emirates from inside and it says welcome to Arsenal Stadium on all the screens so it just shows what a load of bullshit it all is and uh, I mean the whole thing to be honest with you from start to finish all this you know the people the ch- challenges I mean I, you know when I started going to football okay I don't expect to go and watch Peter Story fucking chop chopper Harris into little smithereens anymore but um, a little bit of that tongue-in-cheekness and fun element that used to be there uh, and a bit of that just down-to-earth honesty and I'd mentioned it before you know telling us all that there are 60,000 people there when there aren't um, there was a funny little incident at the Dynamo Kiev match and uh, they said there are 59,300 and whatever people in the ground and the bloke behind me went he said uh, and tractor production's up 500% in the last three months you know which was great it was like the old North Bank that's you know it was a little old quip you know but there's not a lot of that now. I, I sat the first half of that match and upstairs, because someone had given me a, a listening to a load of estate agents talking about buying and selling shit. They weren't even watching the match. I got up and left at half time. I said, I'm going, going to stand downstairs. I don't want to sit and listen to you lot mm. going on about the price of this and the price of that while Arsenal are playing. Steve, I imagine that you would probably disagree with a hell of a lot of that, because, I mean, you, you wouldn't give a toss if it was the McDonald's And bring back the white sleeves as well. White sleeves. Arsenal without white sleeves. That's not Arsenal. And Victoria Concordia Crescent under the crest, please. Right. Um, well, okay. Thanks for that, Basti. Well, to be honest, I, 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 I don't mind the stadium be called em- Emirates Stadium if it means we get 100 million. But you want to say that is money that's destroying it. But there's a limit to how much... There's no spirit left, Steve. I mean, I look at... I look you sold at, your soul. Hang on. Is this a debate or is this just... No, it's been fucking laying into me. Arsenal, I grow. Arsenal, I grow. Hello. Welcome to this week's Basti cast. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't want to go on about Aston Villa, but give you a good case in point. The lower, the lower tiers, the, the, the actual perimeter fencing all around Highbury, it's just one little concrete wall. When I say the Highbury, I mean it's Burton Grove. It's a little concrete wall. There's a few banners over it, one of them being in our symbol trust. Mm-hmm. Why can't they put a banner all the way around that or put you know, something all the way around it, like Villa have done at, yep. at, 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 um, at their ground, where, where it's, it's got commentary from their European Cup win. We have kind of got that with our Yeah, I know we've got, got the trophies on yeah. that, but there's only one tier. There's another four to fill in. Why can't we have? And it's up for grabs now, you know, and Thomas has scored, you know, and things like that. Why can't we do that? Have they got all the trophies? Why can't we do though? that? Have they Why got all the trophies? No, but they haven't won any. Have and they? we've got that White Hart Lane, that still goes up, doesn't it? The White Hart no, Lane. No, that's it doesn't. that was a banner attached to the North Bank Cup, wasn't it? Now it's on the the, the LCD screens. Um, Before I, the match. I, yeah, I know I've seen it's, it. It's on for two minutes on the rotation along with our feeder club in Vietnam 
Um, and uh, the, the main and Premier League sponsors like uh, Nike and Budweiser and, and so on and so forth. But yeah, it's not permanently on display. Yeah, so I knew I'd seen that? it. I knew that's I'd seen it somewhere. That's a great point, David. Why can't we have White Hart Lane 2004, White Hart Lane 71, Stanford Bridge 1937? Because that's you know, two Yeah, why don't people make Stanford Bridge 1937? Why can't we have that all around that lower tier so that when, you know, when we're attacking behind the goal, yeah. instead of seeing a concrete wall with one solitary, boring banner over it, I think you know, people see all that. Well, that's too if much to too much information. Just stick the clock up the clock end. But Why go to all that trouble? The Put is, the clock up the clock end. We're just ordinary guys. We're not even paid to make those decisions. Mm. But I know if I was working for Arsenal, if I was Gazidis, the first thing I'd do. Yeah. I've said this time and time again, I think I've actually said it on the, po- on the podcast about Liverpool's new stadium when you look at it. It looks like they've, they've designed it with Liverpool supporters you know, in mind, it's like what they're going to lose. They're going to lose the cop. What we're going to do? We'll build them a bigger cop. And yeah. it's, I mean, they'll still call it the cop. Yeah, have you seen the design of it? It's right. like it's got this massive, uh, even oversized cop. Oh yeah, that, yeah. That, And the rest of the stadium also scales down to comparison with this big one right. stand. It's like it's the bigger cop, the yeah. new cop. Yeah. You know, they'll get a great atmosphere we've, going. We've, there. we've lost all and that. Do you know what? I mean, going up to Anfield, I noticed they don't have any screens there at all. There was none of that. They, you know what? They don't spoon feed the fans here. We're spoon fed and. And a lot of the time we're spoon-fed with rubbish. What's that Elvis song doing at the beginning? Rubbish. What's all that about? Rubbish. How's that anything and to what do about, Arsenal? And what about with, with the announcer when the team comes out? And it's a boo way! Oh, oh yeah. Did the announcer It won't be a boo it'll be a boo-boo. <laughs> well, they took that from, from oh, Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich, yeah, it, I remember yeah. going to Bayern Munich. Yeah. And it was like, it's whatever his name is. And everyone, hoo! We're not a bunch of Germans. You know, well, I am actually. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bunch of Germans, but apart from... But it's but you know if I wanted to be a bunch of Germans, I go buy Munich, not Arsenal. We can sing our own songs, you know what I mean. But we won't if they're doing that. They're spoon feeding us with this stuff and ramming it down our throats. We're not going to get any atmosphere going. No, there is, there is no communication, is there? So I find a decent song to run out to. You're yeah. going over to London I mean, give me, give me, give me. It doesn't have to be a great song. It needs to be something that everyone can sing. Well, can good old Arsenal was great, yeah. yeah. But they, that's, that's, that's hybrid. That's the problem. Well, well, but but now, you can't have good old Arsenal because it's Royal Britannia because that's much too British. That might offend someone who's not from Britain. But it's got the, uh, <laughs> you know, something like that. Probably, they're probably thinking that. Oh no, we can't have no, 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 no. Oh no, that's too. Oh, um, you know, uh, the too old-fashioned. Um, um, to, well, um, to the red carpet. No, 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 to the Wild Rover, it's Super Arsenal FC and we'll play the Wild Rover and champions will be. That's Arsenal, Arsenal FC. And One we'll person singing on their own always rather embarrassing, especially after sex yeah. I yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's usually hurt, so I don't, I'm not bothered. <laughs> OK, well, there's plenty of, th- plenty of things if you're listening, Mr Gazidis. Um, <laughs> that's, just, that's just the tip of the iceberg. Right. And now for some light-hearted relief. I'm sure we're all sick of the sound of Sky's royal family, the Rednaps, but we have a more realistic take of that Rednap Nintendo Wii ad. Yeah, Dad, I'm glad you're managing Spurs now, but I can't get my head around it. I mean, you're, you're a died in the wall gooner. Shut up, son. Stop trying, trying to distract me from the Nintendo, will you? I might be an old codger, but I want to win this game. Yeah, Dad, you'll never get the hang of FIFA Soccer 09. It's for young people, yeah? Yes, one nil to the Arsenal, one nil to the Arsenal, one nil to the Arsenal. Hey, 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 hey this, this ain't right. It's, it, come on, you Spurs. You should have played for the Gunners, my boy. You, you, you might well, well, you might well have won something then. Hang on a minute. I was at Liverpool when we won the three cups in two thousand and one. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were injured for all them. Look, look great in the cup final suit, though. Now, what happens if I press the button here? Which one's that? Let, let me have Yes! Two-nil! Never take your eyes off the ball, son. Don't give the gunners a sniff of the gulk, or you'll get punished. Oh, God, this is ridiculous. The Spurs defence is collapsing with a clowning goal behind them. Don't oh, I know it. Can you can you do transfers on this thing? As far as I know, yeah. Here we go. You've got a choice between David James uh, and a jellyfish to replace Gormless Gomez. I'd go for solidity if I were you. You, you know what? You're right, Dad. Jellyfish it is. He's Arsenal. Oh, Arsenal FC. We're by far the greatest team the world has ever seen. Hold on, Dad, I've hurt my hand. So we shall now move on, and we're, we're very fortunate to have a special guest, because we're going to talk about Arsenal's plans in the transfer window, and we're very, very lucky to actually have the man himself, the man on the spot, Mr Arsene Wenger. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, I would just like to say that there is no problem at all at Arsenal at the moment. I do not see what the problem is. Uh, we have a, a lot of mental strength, a lot of mentalists. Uh, Boué is a mentalist. He has a lot of mental strength. We have Galas. Uh, uh, he likes to go mental, uh, sitting on his own, being mental, um, getting feedback over here. I've moved this over here. And I think we... Uh, I do not really see a problem at all. Everything is fine. We no need to buy players. We have some flats to move into in uh, Abbey. I bought myself a nice little pied-à-terre, and uh, it is really very nice. I can see the centre circle. And uh, yes, and Nicholas, Nicholas comes round to visit me with his pink boots, and uh, we have tea together and uh, discuss his future. He's like a son to me, Nicholas. You know, I, I feel very strong about him. Uh, he's a, I love Mr. Bentner. He's, a, he's, he's so nice. Thank you. Uh, and I would just like to say, do not worry, Arsenal fans. Uh, we, will, we will prevail, I know, uh, because I, I know. Yes. Has, has anybody got a question for Mr. Wenger? Yeah, I've got a question for you, um, Mr. Wenger. Um, I respect your, you know, your, your transfer policy and the players you've got on the pitch, but I'd like to know why you play Emmanuel Abue out of position at the expense of players like Vela and Ramsey and Wilshere, and why do you persist in playing your love child every week? Well, it is very simple, because uh, as you know, when he comes onto the pitch, he does this little uh, ceremony, where he touches the floor and spins around <laughs> and does the witch doctor special. Uh, and uh, I find this quite amusing, so <laughs> I just keep putting him on because I like to see him dance around. And sometimes when uh, he is tripped up, he rolls around for five minutes with his head in his little hand. And uh, I find this quite... My, my daughter, she likes to watch this because he, he looks sweet, she says. So I pick him for this to keep him, everyone happy. What a great answer. I'm never going to criticise you ever again, Mr. Wenger. <laughs> Thanks very much, Mr. Wenger. Right, we've touched on it earlier on the previous podcast. Uh, the January transfer window. Predictions in and out. Um, predictions? <laughs> no, nothing. My prediction is nothing will happen. Right. What do I want to happen? Um, Matthew Upson or Jolie and Lescott, please. Um, a proper midfielder. Gokhan Imler would do from Udinese. What's his name? Himmler. Gokhan Himmler. Himmler. <laughs> We're going to get a midfielder called Himmler. Is that going to help us? Himmler? He didn't come last year. Oh, right. didn't come like this. That is the bloke. We can give him a little bit. really dodgy to me. Uh, yeah, uh, we need... I'll go down with the Jewish, go well with the Jewish board, won't it? Himmler. <laughs> 
he's he's of Turkish descent. He's a he's a Swiss of Turkish descent. Mm. Um, him or a player like him, a proper bully boy midfield. Vinny uh, Jones, Yaya Toure. Uh, Wenger will. I, I, I would go on the record and say Arsene Wenger will not sign Yaya Toure purely because he had the opportunity to sign him for twenty thousand pounds five years ago, did not sign him, and he is far too proud a man to basically publicly admit yeah. he is wrong. Right. Well, yeah, the, the same with Winston. I don't like the way as well. I tell you about the way as well, that every time we're linked with the IR Toure, mm-hmm. you get a quote in the paper the following day that says, I want to stay at Barcelona, I'm not interested in moving abroad at the moment. Mm. Now, he's probably saying that because he doesn't want to play with all this shit we've got at Arsenal. <laughs> He'd much rather stay at Barcelona. Well, he's trying not to burn his bridges, yeah, perhaps. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you remember, the last year at Highbury, we are having a similarly disastrous um, year, uh, which ultimately ended up with you know Tottenham literally shitting themselves on yep. the last day of the season, and we scraping fourth place. Lasagna. We'd had a, an equally hideous first three months of the season. Wenger was saying everything is fine. I've got faith in these players. It's all hunky dory. And he went out in January and he bought four players, didn't he? He bought um, Adebayor, uh, Diaby. Theo Walcott and a another who escaped from the top yeah, of my head. Yeah, I'll just take that. I know that's great. Mm. Mm. Oh, sort of postcard, please, viewers. Um, mm. uh, Paul Lydeson, wasn't it? No, no, no. no. Paul Lydeson is, is one, of the, one of the players who did or did not get George Graham the sack. Um, uh, so, so, I mean, Wenger's a lot of things. He's very proud, he's very arrogant. I do think he has a lot of faith in these players, but the one thing you can't say is that Arsene Wenger is stupid, and he's got two eyes. I do not agree. I think I'm very stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very stupid because I always picked the wrong team, and I do not have enough players who are old enough to kick a ball, so I must be stupid. I think that you can see there are deficiencies in our team, Arsene, and... Uh, I I do not think you are so arrogant and stupid um, to not address those. Well, I was thinking of putting Pat Rice in right back <laughs> to, uh, when we celebrate, and uh, this would be a good replacement, I think. Um, will you be selling? Will you be selling William Gallas in the transfer window? Uh, William will be moving in to Highbury next to me. Next door is my neighbour. Uh, we will have a croissant in the morning as usual, and uh, yes. Uh, Never heard it called uh, that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, apart from this, William, you know, uh, he is French, so uh, of course <laughs> I will not sell him unless he wants to go, which he will. So then <laughs> yes. we will let him go on uh, free or uh, lose some money or something. Okay, how can Wenger sell the guy when he's made him palpably undroppable? You know, mm. I mean, don't get me wrong, whilst I think we can all agree that ultimately everything that William Gallas said was completely true. Saying something, you don't air your dirty linen in public, and you certainly don't do it if you're the captain of that football club. Um, or if you're doing it to, to basically, you know, save your own back, well, which is what it looked like. Yeah, no, exa- no exactly, exactly. But Vegas uh, come out, and you know, he's he's dropped him, um, and uh, you know, stripped him of the captaincy. But he's back in the team five days. That that's not a punishment. That's a day trip. No, <laughs> it's it's a weekend say, off. Actually, William, yeah, I'm not taking you up to play in the shitting rain in, in Manchester, where we're going to get. Bum rate, you know. Yeah. In fact, you're going to have the day off. I know. Um, and the one game when we really actually needed him as well, yeah. when we had players out, and that happens. I must admit, it did occur to me. Then he brings him straight back into the team and essentially makes him undroppable. Um, I mean, there is a yeah, weird irony. He since probably then, uh, since then, he's had his two best games in an Arsenal shirt, probably. But I mean, as far as I'm concerned, is as a fan, I think his position at the club is untenable. However, you've got to find um, 
an organisation stupid enough to take him and his four million pound a year salary on. And even if he does go, it'd be the same old story as the last couple of seasons. You lose a player, you sign one to replace him. You're never yeah. actually strengthening the squad. Mm. I mean, that's another thing though. Wenger's very careful about that, isn't he? Because if he he knows that if he loses a player and needs a replacement, he's going to have to pay more for him. It's like what you do and what he doesn't do generally is get the player in, then sell the player that's surplus. It's a complete and that's what he needs to do. The whole thing's a complete I know, bloody nightmare. I mean, there's a lot it's that we don't know. It's all up, and a lot of it is where down our new to all CEO comes in. Huge amounts of money that are flying around. And I'm sorry, Steve. I know you're, you're all for money. You're a bit of a money man yourself. But um, I, I think I think we need a, I think we need we need to put a bit of spirit first, and I think we need, I think the whole country's going tits up because they they put greed and money above the things that really matter, which are um, the only way sex, yeah. drugs, and rock and roll. <laughs> it's all it's all very very good, but I think we might be in a great profitable situation. But when we go to watch Arsenal every week, we don't we don't go there thinking. Mm. Is it wonderful today? Sixty thousand fans all paying a fortune into the club, 59. and we're not 3. in debt. How wonderful is that? We go there thinking, I don't care how much we in debt we are, we're going to win the Champions League this year. We're watching eleven world-class players. Bloody fantastic! Yeah, but have you noticed? I don't lay awake at night wondering whether Arsenal are going to go bust or not. I lay awake at night wondering whether I'm going to see eleven decent players. Yeah, mm. and, and, and just be fair, everyone goes on about, oh, Man United are in debt, Liverpool are in debt, Chelsea are in debt. Well, if and when their current owners decide to put them up for sale, some Arab billionaire will just take the debt on. Well, this, new, C- this new CEO chap should be worried about you, not ter- that whether you're going to be turning up to watch his not very good players. Yeah. Ooh, that's someone's the, phone's gone. The it must be the Highbury spy. The gorillas appear to have The Highbury <laughs> spy's phone's just gone off. No, but really, in all seriousness, what they've got to do is they've got to worry about... Thank you, Steve. What they've got to do is they've got to worry about us not turning, because what I'm seeing is, every time I go there, there are less and less, there are more and more little red patches around the stadium. And they've got a big 60,000 stadium, it's not looking very good with 40,000 in it, is it? This is a very, very, very pertinent point I think you've raised, Basti. Um, The Wigan Athletic game last Saturday was a milestone, as it's the first league game that has gone on general sale. And we're only three months into the season, in the middle of a global recession. Now, uh, tickets went on sale about 10 days ago for the West Ham United game, and the club, in its infinite wisdom, has decided that's a grade A match. For those of you who don't know, that means silver members like me uh, get 50% put on the price of our tickets. So my £33 ticket becomes a £49 ticket. Now, some of the fact is completely and utterly disgraceful. Mm. You know, you can take a view and think maybe I'll pay that to watch Liverpool, Man United and Tottenham. West Ham. on telly, go and watch it on telly somewhere and the, the, the pub. West Ham games 3 o'clock on a Saturday. It's not being moved for TV. They've got to shift 60,000 tickets at these 50% increased prices. And I don't think they will. No. And I think that is when you get the money men starting to shit themselves and asking Mr. Usmanov if he'd like to come well, to I'm London. Personally, I said I'm on strike. Apart from, I will add the, um, the Pompey match. I will go to that just to support Tony Adams. Ooh, ooh, Tony Adams. But um, frankly, I'm on strike until they sort themselves out. Right. Okay. You can't do that, Basti. You can't cherry pick... Can I ask when David, on, when on, watch when me, I can do what the bloody hell well, I like. Of course you can. If they, if they can. continue gonna... to lie to me, and they, and they, right. they're not, they're, look, this is not the Arsenal I signed up to when I was six years old. That's it's, not how it works. It's not my Arsenal, you're not my Arsenal, you don't make me happy, the <laughs> skies are always grey, you're never... No, we should do. your question in, in answer to that. If, if in general, as we all want, mm. that we did sign maybe two or three world-class players, yep. you know, um, please God we do, would you be prepared to fork, that, fork out that extra 50% to 
to watch the West Ham game. Oh, I'm, I'm talking general, uh, generalities. I've already bought my ticket, you know, because yeah, I'm yeah. Uh, fucking stupid. But, yeah. um, that's uh, the thing. We all feel like mugs. Yeah. We feel like we're mugged off. We get there and they, they lie about this. They spoon feed us with rubbish. The, the football's not that good either. The whole experience gone to it's not even Highbury. It's not you know. Well, it's not. We haven't even got white sleeves. Let's be fair. Right? I missed I missed the Wigan game Saturday because I had something else to do, and it's the first time yeah. I've ever chosen yeah. to miss a match in thirty odd years. Yeah. The Highbury spy missing a match. I'm thinking I know. it's unheard of. He was, he was somewhere as a Peter Kenyon in And I'm walking out five minutes early now because I'll tell you what, I, I'm not, I don't feel inspired right to now. stand there. Yeah, right now. Go now, I'm going right now, bye. <laughs> No, I mean, it's, I, I think you know, I, I'd never have done that. I, I used to hate people who left early. I'd say, how dare you? But the thing is that the problem is now, you see, I don't want to sit there and wait for some bloke to lie to me about the attendance. And I don't want to stand there afterwards. Uh, and, and, yeah, I, of course I want to applaud Arsenal uh, after the match and all that. But to be honest, I'm just not inspired at the moment. And I'm not going to stand in that queue with 60,000 people waiting for a bloody tube train. You wake up in the morning and you think, right, well, how many players do I really, really... Are going to really excite me today on that pinch. Yeah. And you think Adebayo at a pinch if he's on a good day, Fabregas if he's on a good day, yeah. and Clichy if he decides to go forward, and that's it. That right. is it. Well, and we are Arsenal. One thing we have Clichy, got to look I do forward like to. Clichy when he does go forward. Yeah, now Clichy when you mentioned we've got two world-class players, that we have got one more in Clichy. Yeah, but he didn't this week against Wigan. Last against year, Wigan, he was snuffed out quite a bit, wasn't he? Quite mm. a few well, times. Well, Clichy isn't a bad player, and he was playing out wide. Wasn't he? Yeah. For that, for he was on um, Arsenal Wenger's. But the whole the thing is the whole team. There's not confidence in the team now. Like there was a time when Clichy, if Clichy had, I don't know, Pires and Bergkamp and Henri to, to run up towards and get across into, of course he's going to have a run. We are quite unfortunate. Will Adebay all be running with me? He's going to be offside nine out of ten times. What's the point of running? How many times has Adebay all offside? I don't know, Adebayor, but what I've got to say is, but is if you if you look at looking at sort of players like Pires and Bergkamp, you know, at the moment we are missing Riziki. We don't know if he's going to come back. And obviously Nasri's out and Walcott's out. You know, you Eduardo as Who, well. when Pires wasn't playing, was, was his replacement? Who was Pires' replacement? Uh, an out-position Sylvain Miltor already got shot exactly. to the left. Yeah. Uh, so, do, I do, I do, I do. Well, that well, two grown-ups for a start. Mm. Two well, twenty-seven. Yeah. And that's policy. And you, I don't know whether you yeah, can necessarily. Might come in occasionally, mightn't he? Yeah, well, it seems. If the last two games of the season, we can't win yeah. anything. I'll tell you what is a bit. Lasalk's annoying me a bit at the moment. Really? Over there at Smelski because he's looking a bit. Well, he always good, has. Isn't he? he always has been good. Well, he he's so he he unfortunately. I was so like, hoping you know, to be a complete failure, and it he's doing quite well. Still, we did beat Chelsea two one, didn't we? Absolutely. Not to Spurs fans are we? You know, not to release you know memorial DVDs of the you know the games where we snatched the last minute equaliser at Stamford. Yes, Bridge. we are. We and, well, anything. Okay. Who would I, I? I raised this question the other night, and I said, who? What Tottenham fan would? Possibly want to watch that game where you were outclassed for 90 minutes and then got two lucky goals. And um, as uh, a very own Gunnar editor turned around to me and said, uh, Well, it's a bit like watching the 94 Copenhagen final. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Has anybody seen that recently? Yeah, 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 yeah. Not recently, no. <laughs> I was there. It was, uh, it was brilliant. Now a plug for the next issue of the Gooner. It comes out on the Saturday of the visit of Bolton, 10th of January. 
amongst the pieces scheduled for inclusion are the ones on the arsenalisation of the stadium, a view of the development of the old Highbury Stadium from someone who has just bought one of the flats there, and also why the team miss Alex Clebb more than Matty Flamini. The issue can be bought online through the Guna shop page at www.onlineguna.com. And if you want to email us about anything related to the podcast, the address to use is gunapodcast at gmail.com. Right, what we have got coming up in January, or probably before we uh, do another podcast, is um, the uh, the FA Cup against Plymouth. Um, so uh, We're doomed. Really? Doomed. Unless he plays the kids. Right. I'd, well, the, the, yeah. That is the under four-year-olds. In light of our league form, what would you do? What, against Plymouth? Mm. So, well, the thing what I don't understand about Wenger is, he's always... Planning things, okay, we're going to play this squad in the Coca Cola Cup, this squad in the This Carling Cup, whatever it's called, Combination Cup. He's going to call this, play this, that, and the other, and he's, he thinks too much. I would suggest you go out and you play your best 11 every game you can, well, unless there's an injury. And I don't care if there's, if, you know, if uh, people are a little bit tired or a little bit jaded, you know, sorry, they're not that jaded. They play football once Look a Spurs. week. I played football twice last week and I'm 43 years old. Spurs play their, Spurs play their best 11 in the Carling Cup. UEFA Cup and the Premiership. I know they're not doing very well in the Premiership, but it looks like they're going to go to Wembley again in the Carling Cup. You know, I mean, would you set off for that? Just play your best I would 11. love to go to Wembley in the Carling Cup. Right, and, and, and finish uh, bottom yeah, 10. No, I'm going to finish bottom 10. Well, there but, you go then, that's the, that's the trade off. They're in it? the bottom 10 because they started off badly with, under that Ramos geezer. If Harry had been there since the start yeah, of the season, season before, it was the same. It was, the same it was the season before, it was exactly the same because they under that. Um, oh, know. God, what's his name? Martin Yule Geezer Season before that was somebody else I wish to play our best 11 every week If our best 11 includes Ramsey, Wilshire, Juru, Marida, um, Vela Fair enough, fine And I think what we have to do is And if if one or two of them drops off, replace them We have to identify the obvious weak links Right. There are a couple of obvious weak links in the side Right um, this, is this a Carling Cup side? I'm not or mentioning or any names. Oh, no, just the, the, the first 11 were supposed. The team. Right. Hey. The, you, know, hey. you know, well, unfortunately, Pink Boots is no good. I mean, it's Pink He's not Boots, first 11, though, is no, he? No, well, yeah, at the moment, he's been playing more often That's than not. That's because Adebayo was injured. Well, and Edu as well. Uh, Eduardo and as Eduardo, well. Yeah. I still want Edu to come back. Um, uh, late substitution here, Mr. Yeah. Udo. You can boo him if you want. He's now <laughs> has had to leave us to go to what he describes as an adult pantomime. Now, <laughs> is uh, that really what it is? Apparently so. It's an orgy then. Well, I mean, who knows? Who knows? Oh, I'll, I'll catch up with him. <laughs> anyway, the long and short of it is, if you've got every player fit and available, uh, the weak links in the team are actually the partner for Fabregas and a centre back. Which mean, one? Well, I mean, at the moment, Danielson or Song. I mean, whoever. <laughs> no, 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 no. But which centre back's the weakness? Well, I mean, Juru uh, looks like he could become uh, a decent player, but at the moment, in all fairness, he is not ready to be a week in, week out first choice. No. So is that alongside Gallas? Or Torre? Right, but yeah, I mean, you're saying first, le- you first 11, who would you have? Your first, your, 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 well, your, I mean, your I, sem- I think you're picking Gallas above Torre on form. Okay. Right. Your fullbacks pick themselves. Yep. Uh, in the midfield, obviously Fabregas. Wide, you're going to have Nasri, and I would argue if everyone's fit, you might have Rosiski. I think you would, yeah. Um, but yep, Walcott. It, well, Walcott is another player who actually isn't good enough. He's a substitute. He's a 15-minute, 20-minute player when he's brought on. But if he starts games, he's too inconsistent. What about and that's because he's too young. 
he's just simply no, he, he's, he's, he's not. Danielson's a, a, a hard working player, but I mean, you can carry a Danielson if everyone else is top quality yeah. and, and the team is playing well as a team, as yeah. a unit. Yeah. The problem at the moment is that the team. Yeah. The problem at the moment is that the team. Yeah. The problem at the moment is that the team is only performing as a unit sporadically. Mm. They can only get it up about once a month. Sounds a bit like Steve. <laughs> <laughs> The rest of it is bands. Thank you, ma'am. It didn't go in, you know. Um, so what, what Wenger needs is two lolly sticks and an elastic band. Well, so, <laughs> so, so, <laughs> well basically, you need, assuming we don't sign anyone in January, if we, well, if we don't sign anyone in January, uh, he's got to experiment with something different, uh, with a bit more dynamism. You might think, let's have a go at Torre. You know, Ramsey. Well, I don't think you're going to get a, a, what you need is a consistent starting eleven that picks itself. Ramsey is too young is to play young. every game or two games a week, which is what it comes down to. If you're assaulting on all all fronts, which we want to be doing, and a club of Arsenal stature should be doing, oh, but we will never assault on all fronts because the Carling Cup is used as an experiment. Yeah, but I'm talking about uh, the last half of the season. So there are three competitions then. Um, Why should there only be three? Well, the current cup's almost done and dusted by by the turn of the year. You've got you've got three games to play. Yeah, I mean, all right. but it's only United, three before Christmas. Isn't United, it? United are going to go to the Carling Cup yet again this year. They mm. won it in two thousand six. They're going to probably win it again this year. They, yeah, but they why, rotate, why, why they rotate we, for the Carling Cup. Why? Why do we always have to suffer? Why? Why can't we go and win the Carling Cup once in the blue? Well, moon? that's the question. Is that you know should he have played a stronger side at Burnley? Yeah. Yeah, but if he had, had lost at Chelsea, would he have played a stronger side at, on the Tuesday night? My yeah. worry is no. that his stronger he side. He's so stubborn. He wouldn't have done. It's supposedly his stronger side only just beat Wigan due yeah, to a kind yeah, of no, deflection no, last week. That is different. Yeah. Though, no, no, no. Our no, stronger you've got to look side. Wigan weren't really trying. Burnley, Burnley knocked out Chelsea. You, you don't know what's going to happen. You enter the, the go to the Carling Cup. The problem is we don't have a stronger side. We don't, you know, our kids beat Wigan three 0 didn't they? And then we, we're struggling to beat them with the supposed A team one no, 0 The thing is, that it's all, the, the problem is he doesn't have an A team. I think, in all fairness, in the Carling Cup game, the Wigan players were as much concerned with avoiding injury yeah. as really competing. Um, the Premier League is the bread and butter their contracts are quite possibly tied towards staying in the Premier League yeah. they're going to fight a lot more for a result in that competition than they are in the Carling Cup so there was an element whereby you can't compare the two performances in terms of what Wigan offered and our kids have got something to prove as well well they should have and Nicholas Bentner certainly did have well I'll tell you what they're never going to get that chance on Wenger because if he plays a buoy at left wing on Saturday with Vela and Ramsey and Wilshere on the bench. Well, well, no, but all those players have been there. Van Persie's been part of that Carling Cup team. Fabregas has been part yeah. of that Carling Cup team. Cliche has been part of it. Um, yeah. Torre, I don't know what it is, but there's definitely Denilson. So they have Walcott even. They have. That's where they've started. I don't even know so why. It, it does. It it's does work. It it's kind of bleeding them in a little bit. Yeah. That's how bad it is. We're talking about a Carling Cup. I mean, we really are. We're hitting rock bottom here. Honestly. No, we're not. What we're talking about is is should we be playing a stronger team in the Carling Cup and in the FA Cup because you know now exactly. the FA Cup is our best chance the, of silver. Well, the fact is, what we should be talking about is getting a team that can challenge for the Premiership. 
and the Champions, and the Champions League. League. I, I think see, is it that, see, that's the problem, is that we're aiming... We're focusing on the wrong thing, in my opinion. <laughs> well, we're focusing on we're becoming, you know, second best. Well, I think we've got as much chance of winning the well, Champions what? League as we have the FA Cup. Well, I think because in order to win the Champions League, we're going to have to beat Chelsea, United or Liverpool. Yeah. In order to win the FA Cup, we're going to have to beat Chelsea, United or Liverpool. At the end of the day, both competitions are going to come down... See, not the, the difference is that Chelsea, Liverpool, Manchester United are, uh, are less likely to, to put out They're a strong, strong side, side in the FA Cup, Cup which means that they, they might get knocked out along the way. Whereas, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I have to say, you know, it yeah. was heartbreaking losing to Liverpool last season at Anfield, but then again, I knew that whoever won that tie was not going to go on and beat Chelsea and then beat Manchester United. Because, yeah. yeah. you know, each team had had their Cup final. Liverpool had their Cup final against us. Um, Chelsea had their cup final against Liverpool. Manchester United's cup final was against Chelsea. Yeah. What we've got to look at also is, you know, in the ten years Wenger's been at the club, is ten, isn't it? Eleven. Thirteen this year. Is it? Thirteen, isn't it? He came in. He came in two thousand and six. This is his eleventh full season. Eleven full season. Twelve full season. Right. In that time, okay, we we had a few amazing years, but how many more? How much longer are we going to put up with what has become a decline? You know, the reality is. The team we were supporting five years ago, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years ago, was we could sit, stand up or sit, sit or whatever and sing, we're by far the greatest team the world has ever seen. We are now not that by a long this shot. Well, when, decline. when you say put up with, um, there are people who, who will support the team through thick and thin, and they will tolerate this simply because... They are so into Arsenal that they will continue going even if we slide yeah, down. Arsenal, the Arsenal fundamentalism. Well, yeah. Now I'm not saying uh, past, I'm not saying I'm not so uh, sure there's anything now. wrong with that, but I think the the people who will uh, not go are there's two sets of people. They're the people who've only come uh, and purchased the tickets because of the recent successes of the last decade. And there are people who can't afford it. Mm. And those are the two sets of people who will stop going. Yeah. There will always be people who are going to keep going. Yeah. Um, and fair play to them. They're probably the kind of people who go to the away games week in, week out yeah. and spend a hell of a Well, they work their whole life just I know to go a lot of those people. Maybe the ones that were booing on Saturday. Well, I mean, fair, fair comment. I mean, I, I, I can't single out who did and didn't boo on Saturday. I just know a hell of a lot of people did. Uh, we're talking about obviously the um, Wigan game for those people who are listening to this in January. But, to, um, to, to, but, but I mean, what the club needs to concern itself with is the Emperor's New Clothes syndrome, yeah. whereby people aren't kidded anymore yeah. about the potential of a team to compete. Because all people want is to see Arsenal actually being able to have a go and have a chance of winning things. And last season was great. For most of the season, and it was thrilling, and it was a great experience because we were in with a chance. It's only when it went pear shaped that it fell very, very flat. But we were enjoying uh, last season because Arsenal seemed to be back. The decline since then has, has hurt because basically it, it was avoidable. You know, we could have bought players for whatever reason, Wenger decided not to. So. There is a danger now that people have seen enough and they're not going to buy tickets and the season ticket renewals are going to come round and they're going to go through that waiting list very, very quickly and, and actually run out of people. It's like Manchester United. There is no season ticket waiting list anymore. You'll, pretty, you'll find pretty, pretty soon that because 
the tickets, the 43,000 supposed names on the waiting list are being offered, are very expensive season digs upstairs. Most of them will think, I'm already a, a red member now who can actually get tickets for these games. I'll, I'll go half a dozen times a season. Yeah. I don't need the season tickets. Well, also, we're on a recession and, and people have bills to pay. You know, uh, whatever you say, it's like you know, going to a football match is a luxury. Mm. It's not, you know, it's not a necessity. It, it is a luxury. I'm going to wind and, it up. Sorry, yeah, but and at those prices, you know, in the old days, when it was a quid or a fiver to get in. Mm. You know, it was doable. Mm. Now it's a, a lot of money, and if you've got kids and stuff as well. I don't know how people do it, to be honest with you. Right. No, I think you're right. And uh, on the other, on the other hand, and I have been thinking about this a great deal recently. And I'll leave this as the final thought: is that if we, all of us, obviously some of us here are older than others, but if all of us see another manager as great as Arsene Wenger in our lifetime, and we're very lucky, which means that we're currently living in an outing period of Arsenal. Someone phoned up Talk Sport on Saturday morning. And what, asked for Sam Allardyce? No, they phoned up Talk Sport on Saturday morning. They were having a bit of a debate on Arsenal. Guy phoned up and said he's been at Arsenal for 13 seasons. This is actually his 13th season. Yeah. So we've won three league titles in that time. Yeah. Is that underachievement? And no Champions League? Well, who's won more? Man United. That's it. But well, we, aren't we supposed to be competing with Man United? Well, we have. What? We've competed and they've. I think probably won the title three times. They haven't built a have. new stadium in that time, have they? Well, maybe uh, we should have built yeah. a new stadium. Well, we'll have to leave that. Unfortunately, we'll have to leave that. Perhaps for the next podcast, and uh, maybe for our, our listeners to think about. Don't forget the song, though. What song's that? La di da di da.